Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? You're back for another episode of the SIG Podcast with the Raiders Recap. And today, we're just going to be going over everything that's been going on with the Las Vegas Raiders pretty much. AP rankings, you know, the talk AP has had, the Lou Getze hiring, coaching staff is pretty much rounded out, and now we have to look forward to free agency. So without further ado, man, let's go ahead, let's get this intro started, and let's go ahead and let's get the show started. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle, Jacobs is on his way, the Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast, it's going to be sick. What is the deal? You're back for another episode of the Raiders Recap with the Sick Podcast. Make sure you're following us on all our social media platforms. Also, right, stay updated here by hitting the subscribe button and hitting the little notification bell so you get updated whenever we drop episodes. But, right, offseason is here. It's time for more work, right? It's time for us to keep you updated. Time for you, for time for us on the Sick Podcast, me here on the Raiders Recap, to go ahead and recap everything that's been going on so far in the offseason. Also, free agency is coming. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let's get this started. So look, first and foremost, right, ever since the hiring of AP, you know, I feel like the NFL has kind of, I don't want to say put a target on us, right, but at the end of the day, kind of keeping a close eye, right? And why do I say that? At the end of the day, it's like everything Antonio Pierce says gets dissected, right? Every move he makes, gets dissected um right now it looks like you know there's not a lot of confidence you know within nfl circles why do i say that because ap was listed i think the fifth or something like that at at least towards the bottom of coaching hires right right like they ranked all the coaching hires of this offseason he was ranked towards the bottom um okay that's fine right if they feel like other guys who are first-year head coaches, who ain't never done it before either, are better, so be it. But where does this disrespect come from? Because he don't look how he's supposed to look. He don't talk the way he's supposed to talk. Um, Conduct himself like a head coach is supposed to conduct themselves. But guess what? That's fine. Why? Because of the colors he wears. Because of the team he coaches. We don't need to be liked, just like AP said. But we're going to be respected. And that's what's going to happen, right? And even with the coaching hires, right, I see some people in the fan base even get nervous about AP's direction and nervous about where he's taking this team. Cliff Kingsbury comes, goes in the dead of night, right? Like It, was like it, t- it took a couple hours for that deal to fall all the way apart. But guess what, right? How many times has this organization paid players, coaches, who don't really want to be here? Let's be real with ourselves, right? How many times have we broke bread and we've shelled out big money to people who are just looking for that dollar sign? That's fine. That's not what I feel with this regime. That's not what I feel in the AP tenure, right? Okay, it's not the sexy name. The sexy name disappears from us quickly, right? Magic Johnson came and swooped him up. Okay, that's fine. But guess what? If you so easily wavered, you ain't really want to be here like that. Let's be real. 
Let's be real. If you so easily wavered, you ain't want to be here like that. And yeah, some opportunities come, but at the end of the day, bro, it is what it is. I know a couple of people that weren't huge fans of the Cliff Kingsbury hiring. I was cool with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I was cool with it. But at the same time, afterwards, and after everything transpired, I'm cool with him leaving too. Like I said, you so easily wavered, cool. Go to Washington. Lou Getzey comes, okay? Now, I know it's not a sexy name. I understand this, okay? I get this. And I'm not going to sit here and, and preach to you like I was all on board 100% because I wasn't, right? I wasn't 100% with this at all. But at the end of the day, I'm still on the wait and see mode, okay? Because the NFL, this football, it's tricky, bro. It's tricky. You know, most of us, you're probably watching this show. Most of us have been watching football for a good minute, even played football for a good minute, right? It's ups, it's downs, bro. It's storylines. It's sometimes situation just a situation just ain't good for you, bro. It's just what it is, right? It's, it's a fact. And we use Patrick Graham, our current defensive coordinator, for this example. We did not like this hiring. Halfway through the season last year, we was okay. Right, I, I saw some people ready to fire Patrick Graham last year before AP took over. The year before, definitely saw people ready to fire Patrick Graham. Definitely. There, there ain't no if, ands, or buts about that. But now, right, we look at him like he's the next Stephen Hawking. Like this, like this motherfucker is making elaborate defensive plans, right, that we're seeing. And now all of a sudden we think he's the best defensive mind in the league. Right. I'm talking about Raider fans. So at the end of the day, right. Would that have happened if us fans got our way, which was damn near firing a man halfway through year one? Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the offense that gets he runs is completely, you know, it's the best thing I've ever seen. But it's not it's not complete dog shit either. I think the talent. On the Chicago Bears had a, a part to play. I think no synergy with the quarterback had a part to play as well. Um, you know, it just never felt like the play caller and quarterback in Chicago ever clicked, ever fit. And you know, like, that's key, right? That's key. Your young quarterback needs a play caller that just, it meshes, bro. It's beautiful, right? Like, like he can take advantage of the whole skill set. And it seems like sometimes there's too much friction going on there. So, and at the same time, you have a boss, right? You have a boss. What I'm starting to learn now about this NFL stuff is I continue on the content and continue to deep dive, right? It's like, all right, most times with the coordinators and things like that, yeah, they can say they have carte blanche to do what they want to do, but at the end of the day, there's still a head coach and still a boss saying, I do not want to run the ball at a certain point. I do not want to pass the ball at a certain point. I want to play the game this style. This is how I want it. Okay, right? And sometimes that head coach, don't mesh with what that offense coordinator is doing. So you're hoping that with Getty, that's the that's the the formula, right? What AP wants to do fits within Luke Getty's scheme. Now, at the end of the day, this leads me into our next topic, which is all that what I said, right? AP getting disrespected, Luke Getty, all that, you know, and. Before I continue on this next point, I want to say, AP, I believe he's going to go ahead and prove people wrong. Just the way he talks, right? The way you can hear the energy. Like, you can feel it, right? I'm watching his interviews. You feel the energy through the screen. 
right? It's like, all right, bro, like it's go time. I'm ready to put pads on again. Get that shit rocking. You know what I mean? Like, but at the end of the day, I, I that's the key for me in the formula of this whole thing, right? Like, okay, AP's attitude and the way he's going to coach his team is going to flow. But at at the same time, me saying that, right, leads into this. None of that shit matters unless you have a quarterback. None of it matters. None of it matters, right? None of it because you at best you can be is mid, right? At best you can be is mid. You might have one good year in that midness, right? Like you might have that one good year where it's like, oh yeah, woo, 12 and something. Oh shit, 2016 year. And then the rest is mid, right? Oh, we we went to the playoffs and uh, we played the Bengals mid the rest, right? Like, like that's what I'm saying. That's what happens when you don't have a solution, right? Or you don't, or like, I want to say, I don't want to disrespect DC like he wasn't a solution. But at the end of the day, he didn't progress into the quarterback that we thought he was supposed to progress into, right? So that's facts, all right? We paid him to be a top 10 quarterback, never progressed into that. So we lost on that deal. That's just fact. That's fact. So at the end of the day, right, you have to find that guy for your franchise. You have to. It's a must. You have to find that guy for your franchise. And, you know, we're not going to sit here and going to act like we're going to draft the next Patrick Mahomes because it's not going to happen. You're not even going to sit there and say we're going to draft somebody better than Patrick Mahomes because there is nobody better than Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, and I'm a Rangers fan, and it pains me to say it. But at the end of the day, he's the best quarterback in the league. He's in his own tier, bro. There's nobody else on that tier. Not Joe Burrow, not Lamar Jackson, none of them. He's on his own shit. Nobody's going to be better than that. But what you hope is that you get somebody that's in that second tier, the Joe Burrow tier, the Lamar tier, damn near CJ Stroud tier. Like, that's what you're hoping, right? Because if you get that, your chances of beating 15 increase, right? And with us, I believe in it more because we have a defense, we have a coach that knows this motherfucker already, right? We know him, you know? So now you got to get that quarterback that can make the plays on the offensive side. And when I say make the plays, right, there are certain points of the game, especially in big playoff games, there's certain points of the game where Mahomes allows you to beat his team. It's true. It's true. And, and some Chiefs fans are going to come on here, oh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Sounds stupid. Bro, every single playoff game, most playoff games I've seen this motherfucker play, big games I've seen him play, he don't. He don't play well to start him off. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's like damn near three Super Bowls now. I have, especially the ones against the 49ers, right? Eagles won. He, pretty, pretty, he played pretty good in that one. But 49er games, right? He don't start off well, okay? He, you have to make the plays to bury this man. Your quarterback in these big games had to make the plays to bury this man, to allow a gap. In between, so he can't come because he's gonna fucking come back, right? Like this is what happens. Mahomes is gonna come back, but your quarterback has to make enough plays within this time frame to widen the gap, so he don't have enough time to do that shit, right? You can't turn the ball over. You can't settle on third down. You can't settle in the red zone. These these are things <coughs> that get teams beat. In the times that you've seen him get beat, it's been by Joe Burrow where. He's better in the red zone. He doesn't make more. He doesn't make more mistakes than Mahomes, right? And these are the things. Now, this is not me saying he's better than Mahomes. It's just saying on that particular day, right? 
and in certain games, you know how you have to play to beat him, right? And, and I don't. I think for our quarterback situation, it's time for us to get somebody dynamic. Now, this is not me shitting on Aiden O'Connell, right? I believe Aiden O'Connell does have a shot. I do, and I'm giving him a fair shake to win the QB one job. If he beats out a rookie, a veteran, whatever the case, <clears throat> by all means, right? Let's rock the stash. Let's get it going. But competition is needed at this position. This is a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal decision for this franchise for the next five years. I think I, I need y'all to understand what I'm saying right now. This decision. This offseason at the quarterback position is going to impact this team for the next five years. It is. Good or bad, regardless of it. And all I'm saying is, when you have an opportunity like this to fill that position with an impact player, I think you have to take the swing. I don't think it ever works out for you to sit back and, and sit on your hands, right? Get your guy. Get your guy, bro. Do not feline step right and i can't stay i can't say what i really want to say but don't let this opportunity pass you right because letting this opportunity passes you now we're doing the same thing next year oh shit uh maybe we maybe we can trap maybe we can trade up because i know even if we don't trade up to get one in the first round whatever the case we're not aggressive to get one at all right we're gonna go with a veteran and i know some of you raider fans are gonna say well i expect us to win 10 games. Well, guess what, motherfucker? We win 10 games. We're not in any contention to get no long-term franchise quarterback next year because we're going to have to redo the whole thing. Now you want to trade up again in a worse draft class. Why would you wait? Why would you wait? I understand. Some of you are hesitant. You don't want to do it. And I'll say I do have a line. I'm not trading three first rounds. Two first rounds is as high as I go. But for this year, next year, maybe one second round or something like that. What? What the hell is that? That's nothing. That's nothing. And you can literally get a first rounder back if you wanted to really finagle it. Be real. There's players on this team. You can get a first rounder back. Come on, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like, why? What's stopping us? Get your guy. If you believe in this head coach, I do, and I believe in the message that's being displayed. And I believe in the leadership that's on this team already and put in place after free agency and they fill out things because free agents are going to want to come here. They hear how AP talk. They hear what's building. They see what's building. They're going to come here after free agency. The team going to be rounded out. Go get your dude, bro. And stop with the excuses. Stop the excuses. Go get them. If it don't work, hey, you rolled the goddamn dice. It is what it is, bro. And I'll get on here and say, hey, shit didn't work. It is what it is. You know, we tried, but at least you tried. That's it. At least you tried, right? You know, never make no shot you don't take. Fuck that. I'm going to take it. It is what it is. You feel me? Like, if I got if I got one chance to make my stamp, one chance, fuck it. It is what it is, bro. And I believe in a quarterback, <clears throat> Jaden Daniels, and I believe that this quarterback can make something happen. We're going to get it done. So once again, this has been another episode of the Raiders Recap. I feel like we just went through a lot of stuff right now. But y'all let me know how y'all feeling down below. At the same time, right, a lot of things are going to go down. Now, we are going to be back 
you know, and, and releasing these videos. You guys make sure you guys stay tuned because once free agency hits, oh, it's on. It's on and cracking, right? Videos out the ass, right? All type of things. So make sure y'all stay tuned for all of that, all right? And once again, we're going to see y'all next time on the Sick Podcast on the Raiders Recap. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.